Ranking on the first page of Google is not what a doctor or provider needs if it doesn't bring in new patients. Online marketing strategies in healthcare are more concentrated on the SEO to sales process. In today's episode, you will hear about this process in nine steps. Private practice owners, it's time to change the status quo that says healthcare workers are always burned out and never have enough time or energy. Welcome to the Provider's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Rumbach. I am a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. My guests and I teach providers operational efficiency, how to reduce provider fatigue and increase patient satisfactions. If you're ready to rewrite the rules for your own practice so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while delivering better patient care, you're in the right place. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. There are so much noises out there. Whew. Social media, news, some are really good, really, really bad all the time. And they're just distractions. There's a study even shown that on average, people spend one hour per day just searching for stuff. So if there's so much noise out there, how are you as a healthcare leader, as a business practice owner to stand out among all the noises? Especially, there's a lot of us in the same specialty, in the same town as well. And if you're not doing anything telemedicine, how are you truly be the best of you that the clients, that our patients want to walk into your door and once they see you, they want to stay with you and not just like, no, no, I need a second opinion. I need to go somewhere else. So this is why I invited Hema here with us today. And she is amazing CEO with healthcare digital marketing, especially in the arena. Now COVID forces us to have more online appearances. And she's the founder of Alfie International. Her expertise is in sales strategies and applying marketing techniques that are customized for specific businesses in healthcare. And she travels around the world and she has a team through a virtual concept to bring clients both in the US and internationally, outstanding solutions on the internet and with web design, SEO, social media, other cutting edge technologies that you can't even think of. And she got solutions for you. So thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, it's great to be here, Sabrina. Love, love, love your energy. And also hats off to you. You know, you you are here to really help the healthcare sector uh, with cutting edge information and education. So I'm I'm really honored to be here. Thank you. And we got connected through mutual friends who uh, in, you guys uh, with Brian Leach, who just in the healthcare now, we need to have these support, right? Specific team and network to elevate each other and no longer feeling like, oh, patient was just showing up our door. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And doctors have the opportunity to actually really break away, do, do things really differently and get to patient care in, in more ways than one. 
Correct. You're so right. So tell us a little bit about your background. How did you start running your own business? What led you to this phase of your life? Oh, I thank you, Sabrina. So I actually was born and raised in Malaysia and and did my international marketing and management degree in New Zealand. And I was very much groomed in the manufacturing world. And New Zealand is a very small country, so we've had to export. And it took me to great heights. I worked in about 35 different countries with expat roles in Paris, London, and Shanghai. Really enjoyed that part of my life, but I wanted to be a mom. And so I couldn't travel 26 weeks a year. And I started my company, Eiffel International, where we offer a fractional chief marketing officer service, but I'm all about implementation. So I've got a team so that when companies, physician offices don't have a marketing team, they can come to us. We can do everything for them or we can a la carte and work with their teams as well. So Long story short, I became a geek with Google and I, I don't know if any one of you follow Neil Patel, but I love Neil Patel and I, and I aspire to be the female version of Neil Patel and with hair. <laughs> so I put together a process called SEO to sales because so many doctors have come to me and clients have come to me and said, Hammer, you know, I have this SEO company and they keep telling me that I'm on the first page of Google, but my phones aren't ringing. And so I said, that's not good because as a salesperson myself, I really believe that whatever you do in marketing, whether you paint it blue, purple, red, green, or call it la, 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 if it's not resonating with the types of clients that you need or patients that you need, then that formula, it needs to be tweaked until it works. So SEO to sales is all about that. It's about strategy, how to take your physician's office to market. And physicians are so smart, so smart at what they do. But when you start your own practice, you have to start thinking like a business owner. And so there's many, many facets to all of this. And SEO to sales helps physicians examine what's important because without patients coming in, you don't have a practice, right? And to, in today's environment, especially um, during this pandemic, everything has gone from e nothing to e everything. Consumers are searching on their phones. They're searching on desktop. They're, you're right. They're spending an hour, two hours just scrolling through social media. So if you're not top of mind on the internet, then you're missing out. You, you are missing out on, on new prospects. And, and, and so we help physicians, we help healthcare providers really understand how to position themselves in the marketplace. And with that, we design and develop websites. We do all the engineering around the architecture online. You know, a lot of uh, physicians come to me and say, so my, my cousin told me that I should be on Instagram. And I go, okay, that's nice. But what are you going to put on Instagram? How many followers do you have on Instagram? What is your message going to be? Are you just going to say good morning, good, happy Tuesday, happy Wednesday? What is your strategy? And so we help guide physicians. It's tough for healthcare practice owners or entrepreneurs to stand out in a crowded, ever-changing healthcare sector. However, the only thing that can help you in this struggle is to separate yourself from the competitors. 
How are you truly being the best of you that your clients, really your patients, wants to walk into your door? What makes your healthcare services or company unique? Is it your technical instruments, services, customer support, or something else? If you can answer these questions successfully and convey them accurately to your patients, you'll be able to beat the competition. You might not think yourself as a healthcare marketer, but you must know you have a unique story to tell. Doing so could help you optimize your target audience, build competitive value, and boost sales. So, how does one go about doing this? By getting to know your patients, your practice, and your competitors. If you liked today's episode, please share with your friends and colleagues who are also healthcare leaders. They will appreciate you for thinking of their growth. Now let's get back to the rest of our show. How to separate themselves from their competitors? Make them really highlight what's different about them. Does this all make sense, Sabrina? Yeah, it does. And I think you touch upon something really crucial, just like how I work with the healthcare leaders. It's when you think about effectiveness, it's actually not about you doing a lot, getting things done. Just like your example, while some practices that came to you, they clearly are supposedly ranked number one on Google, but they have no result. So we need to really think about what's the outcome and result you're getting. So then the time and money and energy resource and your sanity spent on doing those tasks are getting you somewhere you need to go and no longer just feel like, oh, that sounds good. That should give me something. But if it's not necessary to be done to give you the true result, then it's such a wasteful time. Just like when we talk about Parkinson syndrome in a way of you're going to fill your time with something. And right. just because we're so high functioning and that's also a sabotaging tendency of we don't even know how to not be restless. So for, for people like your clients, it's amazing to know, stop going on Insta, going Twitter, going to 10 different places. How are they actually going to help you? Are these the patients that you know they're going to hang out there? Do you even know you have a specific message that you wanted to share? And those places are actually about massive content creation. If you don't have the time and energy or the team to do that for you, what's the point? Exactly. Exactly. So it's very, uh, it's very sad too that some marketing agencies tend to, to lure these doctors into a path where this is not sustainable, right? And going back to the question on looking at it from the lens of a business owner, a lot of my cases that I take on, I examine it with the physician saying, what area in your business? I'll give you an example. I have a podiatrist that came to me about three or four years ago. And she said to me, six months, I've been doing for SEO and no one's coming. And I said, look, I can definitely get you visible online and we're going to combat with your competition around the area. She's a very, very accomplished foot and ankle specialist, and she does surgery as well. And on the outside, I made an assumption. The assumption was she's going to come back and say to me, her highest profit comes from surgery. Because as a non-surgeon, I think that's pretty amazing what they do. 
you know, she chops off toes and things. And she came back and she said to me, you know what, Hema, surgery is not a profit center. Get me ingrown toenails. Ingrown toenails. I said, okay, I'm going to get you ingrown toenails. What did I do? I went out and I studied patient psychology around when someone has the start of an ingrown toenail, their journey to the most painful part of their ingrown toenail, what the pictures look like, what the videos look like, who are the competitors that are other ingrown toenail experts. We choreographed the whole combat strategy online. And within three weeks, her phone was ringing for ingrown toenails. Now, this is a doctor that doesn't take Medi-Cal, okay? So there's no machine feeding her patients. So she really needs PPO, Medicare, and cash patients. So the result here was a laser-focused strategy that focused on a profit strategy and cash cow strategy. In six months, she opened a medical foot spa. During COVID, she moved into a new building. And then late last year, she employed her second surgeon. And now we're opening up a new facility in another part of the state to help her grow her practice. So the moral of the story here is every physician, every medical practice, whether you're you're trying to, you know, if you just broke away from a large group and you're starting out, it's really important to examine areas that yield you that cash cow and profit so that you can go to the next level. So ingrown toenails was the start to generate cash. We've expanded into diabetic wound care. We've expanded into peripheral artery disease. We've expanded into her limb salvage center as well. So the, the it doesn't mean that if you focus on one, that you're not going to get the others. It's about the business acumen here is to look at profit centers and then apply marketing and sales. Sabrina, I'm going to say one really hot topic here. When we get visible, uh, the phones ring. The person at the reception or the call center, whoever you're using to catch those calls, that is super, super important for physicians and medical practices. They are your directors of first impressions. In healthcare, the most effective marketing focuses on who the patient is, what information they care about, and developing a known, like, and trust connection. In short, your strategy must be patient-centric. In this contact, your team plays a key role in building a positive impression of your brand. The person at the reception or whoever is catching the calls is super important for medical practices, physicians, rest of your team, and the patient because they are your brand ambassador and director of first impressions. The point is adding the right people to your team. Plus. If you want to make your services more standardized, you must train them effectively. In this way, you can attract your patients to stay with you and become return clients. They will also be your best referrals. Interestingly, not only you will gain more return customers, which turn into revenues, but also client recognition in the form of feedbacks, stars, and reviews on your social media, website, and everywhere else. And if they're not, I call them, I pretend. I will call in, and if they are not, first of all, they have to answer the phone in three rings. Second of all, they need to, to sound interested in the patient. Welcome. 
how are you? I'm in pain. Don't just say, okay, doctor is not available. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, so there's a training exercise that we provide as well. So that is a holistic approach, right? So you, you, you triage the call, you get the appointment, and then you make sure that the patient returns, but also talks about the doctor in a review and to their friends and give a testimonial on social media. So there's a net effect here of not just getting visible and having a pretty website. Exactly. You touched upon the part about the call center is really playing into the psychology of empathy, right? It's one of the core things that we have to show people that, yes, they're calling us because they need our service. And you're not just that one person that can provide service. There are so many of us. And therefore, it's all about the experience we create. And it's about almost, as you're saying, she created a spot. Well, any medical doctor should be a spa service, even they come to us for life and death situation. It should make you feel so good. I had an experience where I loved the provider I seen, but I don't like their check-in or mm-hmm. uh, checkout desk. Yes. Um, people have, you can sense that they don't like the work there. You can sense they're rushing. So how do we become fully productive and efficient with our time? When you come to it, it's to have the right people in your office and the script as Hannah will train them to, there's a way that you talk, right? There's a way that you pick up these things. And we all understand so rarely you can be seen on the same day unless you're an established patient. Even you're established, it's harder to fit you in. And therefore, we understand the situation, but it doesn't make anything less difficult. So we do have to answer in a way that people feel like, oh, you're actually here to help me, not just squeezing me in, push me back for a month that I'm just, what, going to live with this pain? And the point that you brought up about finding the most profitable, it's the same way as how you find intentionality and what you want out of your career or your life, right? If the business itself is to give you a certain financial goal, and then what does that goal can create for you, right? What does that revenue can create for you? Okay, then you can actually look into everything you have done before to be so specific on ingrown toenail because it's actually a lot of people have that, right? And it's very painful. Mm-hmm. Now, if we just focus on on surgery, wound debridement, vascular, uh, diabetic wound, yeah, those are have those population too, but people have a different language different way of detecting the issue, right? Like the diabetic foot ulcer, they don't feel pain. They have neuropathies versus the ingrown toenail. They do. So they have even more eager to seek someone out. So we need to be so specific and become the expert in this little area that we want to focus on and not to feel like, oh, if I'm the ingrown toenail person that I'm not Anybody else? No, it's not the point, right? Just like Hema, you're saying, you can start expanding, but at least start somewhere to give you the profit so you have the ability to expand. I think, Sabrina, the other the other angle to this is some doctors break away and then they don't have all their ducks in a row, okay? For example, insurance, health insurance is a huge, huge factor in the United States. And so if you are not able to accept certain insurance, you better be sure that you can actually sustain a cash paying client, a a cash paying patient, because 
they are going to go where their insurance is listed with, right? With the, with the, with the physician on the network. And I urge all physicians to are breaking away from whatever you're breaking away. By all means, go ahead and fly and achieve your dreams by getting getting your business going, your practice going, but make sure that some fundamentals are put together. Exactly. That's so yeah. true that we get so excited about something, feeling like big hospital just going to constrict us on how we like to practice, how much we're doing. We're constantly get a hand to, you have this RVU's report, how many patients are you seeing, how effective, how quickly you're doing that, right? But yes. at the end of the day, that's not sustainable. So for us, when when people even come to me about, I just want some time back so that I can actually do stuff, whether it's build up another branch in their practice or now they can have some time to themselves with their family. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you want it. We have to be very in, clear on what are you trying to do? It's not just picking up another marketing company and thinking that would just solve everything. That's but right. It has to have a dialogue on what can you bring to the table that's unique. And selling ourselves in that realm, it's building your authority, making yourself shine. It's actually not competitive, but it's just coming from a, a good service provider. Yeah, and I think I think also doctors are very, very smart. They went to medical school for a reason, but not all of us are gifted to think like doctors. So the it goes back to empathy. And I think the doctor that wins, and in my experience, the doctors that have, who have been successful breaking away engaging with the right partners like ourselves, you know, in SEO to sales and healthcare marketing are the ones that really truly embrace entrepreneurship, right? And customer service. I mean, the healthcare system isn't really customer focused. And so when you start your own or you're in a practice where you're trying to build up for either acquisition or to merge with a larger facility, you need to have patients who want to come back or see value in coming to you. I have alternative medicine practitioners as well. They don't have insurance, but they have no choice but to really truly differentiate themselves. Now, that's true marketing right there. It's a huge sales job. Don't take medicine. Come to us. Exactly. I think the new way that we're trying to redefine healthcare is that everything is complementary. You might need to go to a medical doctor for that specialty to discuss if there are drugs or surgical intervention. But you can also look into functional medicine, chiropractor, acupuncture to see how else you can improve this condition because we know in medicine and surgery, it's not an LBL you're going to have more pain after I just operate on you, especially heart patient. Well, there's not really any options. You have to get a bypass procedure for coronary. There's not really diet, any other way to do it. You can go do seek out other functional medicine doctors so you can, once we operate on you, you don't go back to that clotting vessels anymore, right? It's a complementary care. And when we are in a place and I'm saying, wow, unique ability. Everyone is unique. We just have to figure out what is that we're drawn to. Yes. And then we can become so focused and cut down the, uh, the decision fatigue 
that are all this chaos. I love it. Right? Fatigue. That's the word of the day. Yeah. Right. It's it's about result oriented, not about managing your time. It's about cutting down all the chaos, all the decisions, but so focus on the right thing. And when done right, you heard a story from what Hema can create, right? And then the same thing with everybody else that I help from a mental fitness side. You can go to anywhere you want to go in life and have what you desire if you actually understand what success means to you. Why right. do you even build this practice? How do you do marketing and track the right patient to you that feel good to you? And that yes. doesn't feel like, oh my God, I'm just latching on, right? right. Like when, right. when's my next patient coming? Or, oh my gosh, I have all these patients coming to me, but I can't even handle the load. Right. And then maybe that's a good problem to have. You can hire an, another provider into your practice. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and there's some many things that we can create in life, which is amazing to have. And we know it's hard for us to be there for everyone, for everything. And it's okay not to be an expert in everything. And that's why life is 10 components. And we needed to be able to assess where we are consistent basis. So then we can know, oh, maybe it's the business. Maybe it's marketing. Well, maybe it's my own physical health. I can't even be there to see all my patients. Right. right. Uh, right. Or it's, I needed to fix my own mental fitness. So I'm not beating myself down for not making that revenue go. Or my happiness only lasts a day after I made the revenue go, right? Yes. And that's why I ask our speakers also to take a quick assessment. Uh, usually it's a hundred questions that I conduct with my clients and our speakers do a 10 question version. And so Hema, when you did the assessment and looked at your whole life, Will, what are some thoughts that popped into your head? Well, you certainly forced me to think about a lot of things and and with the pandemic, you know, everyone has needed SEO to sales. Doctors have come to us, attorneys, manufacturers, because they really need more sales to the internet. The net result of that is that we got really busy. And I think my physical health, you know, I stopped going to the gym. My workout sessions have just been cut back because of the workload. I have two beautiful kids. And so I'm trying to be with them as well. So Sabrina, I think the biggest thing for me is to really get back on track with exercise and eating a certain way that that supports longevity. I'm I'm not by any means young anymore. And you know, my personal trainer said to me that the danger here is not looking bad. The danger here is heart attacks. It's uh, getting high cholesterol because you're not the stress correlates with cholesterol levels and cholesterol levels can also lead to heart attacks and diabetes and all of that, all of which I don't have, touch wood. But I think that it's it's something that I'm mindful of. And, and certainly your survey, it forced me to reflect on that balance. And I think that balance is something that I'm putting as a, as a high priority. I got a Fitbit. <laughs> So that I know I can take 10,000 steps because movement is so important. Even if it's if I get up and just walk, you know, I really think that even busy doctors, I see my clients who are so busy. It's very easy to just grab a burger on the way home because you're so hungry. I say just just pack your lunch, you know, eat, eat well. My, my trainer told me this just last week. 
what you put in your mouth is what your body becomes and your mind. So yeah, now, that I'm is watching everything, <laughs> watching everything I put in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, everything is interconnected. And that's why when people come to me, they initially all they thought is like, oh, I just uh, need a more balance. I'm like, sorry, um, that's that's a that's a myth. But yeah. we can be very intentional on creating a harmony cycle around everything that you need to have in life. And yeah. that can increase your profitability mm-hmm. and increase your enjoyment in how much you can create in your life. Um, because right. it's, it doesn't matter if they come to me, I give them 10 hours back. If you don't even know how to then reuse that 10 hours, you're going to waste it again, right? Yes. Um, yes. So it's awesome that people can identify that, hey, even marketing, there's a specific way you need to do it. So go find Hema, have her really looking at what is the most profitable way yes. to create your sales and marketing strategies, messages that you say to patients, and also something that we're not so good with healthcare is networking. It's actually having strategic partnership and to help you elevate each other, right? We're actually now in competition. And and then we can get to a better spot. So I know people are going to love to connect with you. How can they find you? Well, they can either email me. So it's Hema, H-E-M for Mary A at ifoldinternational.com. And otherwise go to myhealthcaremarketing.com, which is our dedicated healthcare website and send me a message through that website. At the end of the day, you know, out of courtesy to, to your viewers, Sabrina, if there are any physicians or medical practices that are listening here, all you have to say is Sabrina, and I'll do you a complimentary evaluation. Yeah, go take this amazing opportunity to really have her look into your practice. When we were talking about efficiency, this is it, right? How do you not spend so much money and your energy and time just to build something, but actually not getting you results. So take on this opportunity, really cherish it, and then go to her website, email her, however you can get uh, in touch with her. And she's on LinkedIn as well. So people do know where you want to go. And we are all here to support you. In today's episode, we discussed the top nine healthcare online marketing tips that can help you beat your competitors. Likely, you stay tuned to this episode because you're looking for ways to improve your patient attraction strategy through online healthcare marketing. To recap our nine strategies, number one, the most important thing is to resonate your services or practices with your patient's needs or build your strategy according to the kinds of patients you want to serve know their needs, and create the best formula to overcome their struggles. This way, your strategy will clearly define your expertise and bring your practice to market more visibly. The second thing that could make you successful in the online world is to start thinking like a business owner. You are not just a practitioner anymore. You should properly understand numerous business aspects but mainly focus on the profit centers and how to improve them. After that, you should apply effective marketing and sales tactics to enhance your client attraction system. Because without patients coming in, you don't have a practice. You can, 
actually serve them. Number three, make yourself visible at the top of the internet. When patients or customers search on their phone or computer, you want your practice to be the first one they see. This can be done by optimizing your website using SEO keywords and ensuring your site is mobile friendly. Number four, separate yourself from your competitors by highlighting your unique patient care services. What sets your healthcare practice apart from others? If you can't answer this question, patients will have difficulty figuring out why they should come to you instead of someone else. Number five, to be successful, you must be specific. And specificity comes when you just broke away from a large group. That's why you must examine areas where you generate most profit to reinvest in your business. Number six, you must have a social media content creation strategy along with a marketing strategy. Consider the content you will share on which platform and how often. What's the point or purpose of each post? You need a lot of time and energy or a separate team to do this. Number seven, another significant point is knowing who your competitors are. Not just your local competitors, but also those visible on the internet somewhere else in the country. You must analyze their marketing strategies and how they reach their patients or customers. After that, you can create a plan to outrank them. Healthcare online marketing is essential to stay ahead of the curve and beat your competitions. Number eight, successful healthcare practice owners, companies, and providers are nearly focusing on patient-centric strategies. In this regard, your team plays a great role. They must give the best experience to your patient. The most important person are those who catch your client's call. They're the first impression set up for your practice. The gist is that they need to understand the psychology of empathy because it's all about the experience we create. Number nine, last but not least, the most profitable way to create your client attraction, sales, and marketing strategies is through networking and strategic partner building with others in your industry. I know this is the moment you're waiting for announcement for our quarterly giveaways. The top five winners will be announced today and the rest of the winners, please check your email for the peak performance bundles that you'll be getting and how to grab them. Our five winners are Dr. George Grant from Academy Wellness, Eva from Wellness Hamilton, Maria Evaligon, Shannon Lalani from Northwestern, Dr. Pruna Bindu Nadigan. For anybody else, please feel free to message me directly if you have heard your name. Otherwise, check your email for further instructions. I hope you liked today's episode. You're listening to me right now. Odds are you're frustrated by how healthcare practices are running today. I'm with you. I'm looking to change the conversation that we're having in the healthcare industry. It starts with me and it starts with you. 
I want to connect with you and get to know your struggles and success within the healthcare industry. Visit sabrinarombag.com forward slash connect where you can send me a direct message. She really gets the conversation. She understands she's an incredible listener. We were talking about worthiness and she really understands the concept of it, how it affects people in their businesses, in their clinics, in, in their daily life, in their relationships. So I just want to encourage you to one, listen to our show, but to jump on board and start listening to this woman because she has so much insight and wisdom that you don't want to miss out. Hi, this is Emmanuel Anthony, human behavioral speaker, researcher, writer, teacher, author, and consultant. I just had the amazing opportunity to connect with Sabrina on what I think is amongst one of the most professional podcasts that I've been on. Uh, Not only is her professionalism very high, but her understanding and her knowledge as well. Uh, Working with podcasters, sometimes I'm just being interviewed, which is perfectly fine because I'm there to share my knowledge. But this is one occasion where I can definitely say that the person that I was communicating with not only was receptive and understanding to the concepts that we were communicating in terms of business and mindset and growth, but she also had was able to elaborate and expand on those concepts. Now, I've been doing this for 11 years. I've been on a lot of podcasts. I've spoken to a lot of people with a wealth of knowledge. It was very, very fulfilling and very nice to be able to communicate with somebody that not only had a plethora of knowledge, but could share that in a bite size and very easily understandable kind of way. Because it doesn't matter what kind of knowledge a person has, if they can't communicate it to you, I've been speaking for the last 10, 15 years in hundreds of college campuses. Um, but to be able to speak to a peer, someone who uh, I can see eye to eye with on the same level, it becomes a conversation. Uh, I'm not talking to an audience, I'm talking to a friend or someone that I felt like I should have met 10, 15 years ago, uh, but you know, better late than never. Here I am right now to be able to just know that I'm not alone in my thoughts, uh, to know that there are other people out there who have reached the similar conclusions that I have with completely wayward and different life paths. To know that uh, there are people like us out there who believe that you can do not just option A or option B, but to do both. You can have both, that you can have cake and eat it too without hurting other people. There's an ethical ability that one may have when they channel their empathy to reach people and to have them go far together. I'm Christine Nguyen, I'm a family physician and um, the founder of the Waiko Romance Dating App and Development for um, healthcare professionals um, and the larger community of white coat professionals. And I have the honor of being a guest on the uh, powerful and passionate healthcare professionals podcast as hosted by the wonderful and lovely Sabrina Renbrack, whom is so empowering. Um, I love her energy. I love all the work that she's doing to support healthcare professionals. And we had just a blast, like talking about um, all the things that are relevant um, in our community and all the work that we're doing. And I love um, listening to all of her podcasts and all the guests that she's interviewing um, and all the great work that they're doing. And it's just so inspiring. Um, Her energy is infectious. And I love um, that she is constantly uplifting this community. So I encourage that everybody go out there and go check out her podcast. I would go ahead and binge on all the episodes like I did and you won't regret it. Therefore, I invite you to our next healthcare think tank happening on July 10th. Go to sabrinarumbag.com forward slash community 
to grab one of the 30 spots. See you soon.